can find out life's this game of inches, just like football. Because in either games, life or football, the margin for error is super small. One half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half a second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. You know, this refers to the reality that life can change dramatically based on things that are determined by the narrowest of margins. In terms of the football analogy, it also means that the people who are willing to fight for those extra couple of inches will usually come out ahead. You know what? A game of inches is exactly what this life is about. And we want you to take away actionable information to help you become a better person, family member, employee, employer, teammate. Welcome to Life is a Game of Inches by Dorian Jackson and Lindsay Tuiofu. Lindsay, Lindsay, we're here. Dude, I can't believe it. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that you and I meeting for the first time a month ago, fast forward to the day that we would be kicking off what I believe and you believe is going to be an amazing podcast called Life is a Game of Inches. Who would have thought? Dude, I don't know. I know just like rolling back a year ago, a little over a year ago when I met um, Brandon, I just like I never foresaw over a year ago that I would be sitting right here jamming with you and and making this thing real. It's listen, it, it's got to be for someone like you and and, and we're going to share our backgrounds here in a second. But for someone like you and what you've been wanting to accomplish for a long time, it's it's got to sort of be a dream come true, right? It is like it's a dream come true, but it's nerve wracking. Oh, my gosh. I'm over here sitting, filing my nails down because <laughs> I'm just like, this is real life. Like I've been talking about this and, you know, my little brother has been kicking me like, when are you going to get this done? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. You know, uh, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. Now well, here you are. <laughs> and, and here, you know, it's crazy because if you think about the title and, and well, first off, people can't see us. The cool thing about a podcast is no, I mean, no one can see what you look like. No one can see what I look like. Well, until they eventually go to the website, then they'll be able to, they'll be able to see what we look like. But for right now, they, they get a chance to listen to us. And I am just, I'm hyped listening to your enthusiasm and what you bring to this podcast. And I, I, I couldn't ask for a better pilot in this, in this adventure. It's going to be super, super hot. Um, but I, I got to ask you. You, you've been in business for a little while for yourself and you've been wanting to get to a podcast for a while. What does this moment mean to you? Gosh, um, you know, I was sitting here reflecting back on my life, just, you know, the things that stopped me from getting to this point. And I was jamming with you earlier when I was like, man, you know what? Like my whole life, I... I stopped or the, the thing that held me back in life was feeling unheard, feeling like my family didn't hear me. My friends didn't hear me uh, in relationships. I wasn't heard. And now is the opportunity where I finally get to share my voice. And I don't want to get all emotional because I'm all excited, but I like, this is, this is such a powerful defining moment for me to really share all of who I am and what I contribute to this world. So it's huge. That's freaking cool. Well, listen, everyone, my name is Dorian Jackson. 
my co-host Lindsay Tuiofu. That that's going to be a tongue twister. Tuiofu. Like I've practiced that so many times, <laughs> and then I go to introduce it, and I screwed up. Lindsay Tuiofu. You know, Lindsay, the, our podcast it's called Life Is a Game of Inches, and you know, as as I'll talk about my background in a second. You know, you find out life is a game of inches, whether it's football, uh, a game, it's 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 life in general. It, it's there's a small margin of error that we're dealing with in the game of inches. It's if you're one half a step too late or too early and you don't quite make it or half a second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch up. We're not just talking about sports here. We're talking about life in general. And, 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 and listen, it refers to the reality that life can change dramatically based on things that are determined by the narrowest of, of margins. In terms of football analogy, it also means that people who are willing to fight for those extra couple of inches will usually come out ahead. We've seen this in football games time and time again, where someone's making that last minute stretch. And, and in life, it's that those people who are able to strive towards those, those small little inches. And you're, you're going to share over the next, as long as we can do this podcast, we both will share those small little incremental reaches to obtain those extra inches so that we can be successful in life. So again, Dorian Jackson, Lindsay Tuiofu, um, let's, uh, let's tell the audience a little bit about ourselves. Uh, my background is I'm born and raised in San Diego. Um, I've got connections to both what for people who will listen to this and know what Southeast San Diego it is, it, at the time I was growing up, it was the hood, it was the ghetto, but also had the opportunity through education to visit <clears throat> the suburbs, uh, suburbs as well. Uh, my, but my grandparents and my parents were super instrumental in, in my upbringing and, and what I will talk about often in this podcast, which is foundational education. Where does it come from? Why are we a product of our environment, et cetera? You know, I played sports, youth sports, high school sports, college sports, mostly in the football space. So when we talk about the game of inches, it's uh, like I've been there where I've, I've had to get those extra inches at times, but, but also in life. And then was fortunate enough to have met my wife in college and been married now for 26 years with, with two uh, amazing children, 24 and 20 years old, uh, who have also taught me a lot about uh, life being a game of inches. Um, you know, what's crazy, Lindsay, is people will not know this about me, but I grew up an introvert. Like you'll listen to this and go, man, this, this dude is out there. Like he is not afraid, but I would I, have never guessed that. <laughs> Honestly, I, the, the very first time I met you, I would have never guessed that you'd be introverted. Man, I was an introvert until the age of about 15 or 16, very shy, uh, lacked a lot of confidence. Um, but and, and then grew up into someone who is mostly extroverted. I mean, yeah. if you if you know if you know the world of of behavioral tendencies, then you know it's I, I I'm an ambivert, but I, I tend to lean on the extrovert side of it, uh, more of an outgoing personality. But I I do like my quiet time once in a while as well. I do have a quick question before you continue on with your background, because yeah. being introverted, I'm sure there's things that um, have kind of held you back at some point in getting to where you are, obviously you have years and years of experience, um, but speaking to the people who are listening to this podcast right now, if they're introverted and even have the slightest bit of extrovert in them, do you have any nuggets that you can drop for them to assist them to get them to a point where you're at? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Lindsay. And, and the one thing that I, I go back and 
remembering when I was 16 and playing football. And I remember having to do my first interview. I had a, had a, had a great game. And I, I, you know, after walking off the field, you got a, a, there's a news reporter there with a microphone. And I remember thinking to myself and watching other people give interviews and listening and watching the news and seeing, you know, kids of my age give interviews. And I always thought to myself, if I ever got a chance, what would I say and what would I do? So almost like I had this preconceived thought process in my mind of when that moment comes and I work so hard to get in front of that camera, um, what would I do? And, and, and I, I did pretty well uh, because I had thought about it ahead of time. Almost I saw myself in that moment and I gave a great interview and then I went home and I watched it. And from that moment on, I thought, ha, huh, if other people can do it, so can I. Um, so it was almost like that, that education before doing it that helped me put myself in that position. And, and I've kind of lived my life to this point the same way is, is you, you educate yourself, you listen, you learn, you watch, you observe, you practice it. Believe me, I practice giving that interview, Lindsay, I practice for that <laughs> moment giving that interview, standing in was front of a like, mirror. I was going to ask, I was like, is it one of those things where you're standing in the bathroom looking at yourself, game prepping. I did. I grabbed, grabbed my grandma's mirror, you know, and I stood in front of that, that, that mirror that, you know, she, you know, that little small mirror that, you know, people have to look into and I grabbed, yeah. I'm talking into it and, and, and I was prepared for that moment. And, and we're going to talk a lot about uh, preparation um, as we go through uh, all of our podcasts. And, and that's one of the things that I, I will talk uh, to the audience about quite a bit is preparation, but um you know, I, I and, and the other thing, Lindsay, is I've seen it all. I've seen growing up in the hood of Southeast San Diego, I've seen gang violence. I've seen drive-by shootings, you know, drug use, petty crime. But that was just one side of it. I also had a chance to, to, to I've attended elaborate suburban parties. I've yeah. got a chance to ride in nice cars. Uh, but, but a lot of it is, and, and I share that because it's important to know I've come from two different worlds. You know, I'm, I'm biracial. Uh, my mom is white. My dad is black growing up in the, you know, late sixties, seventies, eighties, you know, going to all black school when I was in elementary school and then going to all white school when I was in high school. Um, I, I think being able to share my thoughts and ideas and experiences based on the culture I've grown up in and eventually getting into the, the, the workplace where I've really focused all, a lot of my time on building teams building leaders, creating a culture of learning through what I call the DARI, which is discipline, action, accountability, results, and integrity, really taking a lot of things that I've learned growing up as a kid, the education, my background, and then uh, and helping foster relationships. I mean, we talk about relationships, building this one between you and I in a very short period of time, two people who come from two different backgrounds, but the objective to get to the same place, which is developing and coaching and helping people make a difference in their lives. And whether you are a, a person that is a subordinate, whether you are a leader in your business, an executive, a coach, a teacher, parent, athlete, or just someone who aspires to be better, what, what excites me most about this, other than doing it with you, Lindsay, is that a game of inch is exactly what life is about. And you can take away from this podcast that we're going to be doing actionable information, usable, real tangible information to help you become a better person, better family member, a better employee, a better employer if you're a small business owner, a better teammate if you're in sports, and 
all of this will help you win and become absolutely better. So with that, that's 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 who I am, Lindsay. Let the world I know. Let the world know who you are. Ah, okay. So I am Lindsay Tui Ofu. <laughs> it is a tongue twister. It is pronounced exactly as it's spelled. Um, I like you, Dorian, am also uh, mixed. I am half Caucasian, half Samoan. And, um, you know, I also grew up in San Diego, so there are no accidents that we get to meet. Um, San Diego, I feel so spoiled. I keep telling my parents they suck <laughs> because I was born in the perfect state with the perfect weather and I don't live there anymore. Um, I grew up in Ramona, California. Uh, my friends as I grew up that didn't live in Ramona used to ask me <laughs> if I rode a tractor to prom. <laughs> so, 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 okay. So I, okay. I know you're going to get there, but I can't, I can't wait. Just like the audience can't wait. How is a Samoan American woman who grew <laughs> Listen, that like tropical. When I think Samoan, I think tropical. In San Diego, I think Oceanside. I think the yes. beach. How did you end up in Ramona? You know, it's crazy. So my parents, we lived with my grandma down in Point Loma. And my parents went on a drive. They were trying to find a house. And at this time, I was six. So imagine, you know, this young couple has six kids. Oh, five at the time, pregnant with their sixth. And they're on this venture to find this house. They got lost driving up to Ramona. I think they had every intention of heading towards Oceanside or Encinitas or <laughs> anywhere but Ramona. And they end up in Ramona and they loved it. They absolutely loved it. It's farm country. It's the Valley of the Sun. Um, gorgeous hiking. Just it's, it's just out there, way out in the sticks. With lots of pigs and lots of cows. <laughs> you know, Steve, so because I'm like you from San Diego and I know Ramona, it to me it's almost like you got on an airplane to go to Hawaii and you ended up in Alaska. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So when everyone's like, Oh, you're from San Diego, they're thinking like where you're at, right? They're thinking like close to the beach, the airport. They always go like Oceanside, Carlsbad, Encinitas, or they go like Newport Beach, LA, or Northern California. Nowhere does Ramona ping in their mind like, oh, you must be from Ramona. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I grew up in suburbs. I was this small town girl. Um, you know, it's crazy thinking about my journey and, and where I've come in the business world, because when I was young, I thought like being a teacher or like a grocery store clerk was top of the line, like that was like, what do you aspire to be? I'm like, oh, well, those are, you know, aside from a dentist or a lawyer, I was thinking like grocery clerk, uh, waitresses make fantastic tips there. Uh, and so that was kind of like the, the big vision, which is so crazy thinking about that where I'm at now and looking back then. So anyways, I, so growing up, I grew up in Southern California I um, had this idea to go to cosmetology school. So I left good old Ramona and went to Provo, Utah. And I got into cosmetology, which was not even anything I 
I loved to do. I was all about sports, Dorian. So the moment I met you, I was like, you know what? All my message, what I want to share to the world, I have to relate it to sports because what I want to share is so heavy and dense and important, but I want to sprinkle it with something that's palatable, something that is easy to understand and relate to both for men and women. And sports is where it's at. So I grew up playing sports and got into cosmetology. So wait, uh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Now you say you, you, you played sports. What sports did you play? <laughs> so I played basketball. I played softball, loved volleyball. I was too short. I didn't make the team, <laughs> but I have these like awesome Polynesian big hands. <laughs> so I played on the side with my buddies and absolutely loved it. Um, and then I danced. I absolutely loved dance. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, Doreen, when you're talking about um, being a mix between being Caucasian and Black, um, I was the only Polynesian in my town. The only one. And throughout school, I got introduced to this Polynesian family moved in and uh, he showed up at dance class, come to find out he's a second cousin. <laughs> oh my. And then another Polynesian family moved in and I'm like, dude, this is awesome. And again, second cousin, she ends up playing football and kills it as a quarterback. And they looked at me, they looked at me like, who are you? Like, you're almost like a white version of a Polynesian that like dances and, and they're like in it. They're like deep into football. Anyways, going back to my story of how I grew up, I'm still um, I'm still stuck I'm still stuck on cousins moving into Ramona, <laughs> where you were the only Polynesian person there. Like I I'm, I'm I'm there's a story there I know, but we'll get to it later. <laughs> I will always say I will never date a Polynesian for the sheer fact that we're probably related. <laughs> what are the chances that two Polynesian families move in and we're both related? <laughs> And, see, and that's why I didn't say anything because I was thinking, okay, so you're going to tell the story where somebody moved into a town where you're the only one there. And next thing you know, you're dating your cousin. No, no time out. Time out. I can't say that. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not, I should say, fortunately, that's not my story. Um, but yeah, so I, I moved away, got into cosmetology school and uh, moved back to Ramona, built a little small business and um, decided to get into door-to-door -door sales. And I developed, I always say I grew up at the university of this door-to-door -door company um, that really paved a way and a mindset and a grit that I never would have developed had I stayed in my small hometown, which ultimately led me through life experiences. I got married, I had a baby, um, I have a, a five-year-old little girl. She's about to turn six this month. And uh, I got divorced about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And it has been the craziest, craziest ride. Um, so my background comes from, I, I experienced a lot of addiction through my marriage. Um, addiction in family, uh, lots of like mental health issues, depression. Um, so I would say, you know, as soon as we kind of came up with the name of life is a game of inches, that name really hits home for me for the stuff 
that I have been through personally. And, and life has been a game of interest for me in the fact that every single day it's like, okay, I'm just going to take an inch here, take an inch here, take an inch here. And now here I am fulfilling one of my biggest dreams with a partner that I literally manifested (laughs) and it is all coming to fruition. So I feel like I just hit, you know, I like ran through the finish line or ran through that touchdown pass for the Super Bowl where we just barely made it, but it's like the biggest victory to me. That is awesome. And you know, it's great listening like everyone else to your story because again, a lot of people that are going to be listening to our podcast have, they've heard of the movie any given Sunday and they talk about that powerful, right? Game of inches. And it, it is, it's a roller coaster, right? Lens it, it's up and down, but you, you know, when you're at the highest peak, you gotta, you gotta stay there. Cause you know, at some particular point it's going to be down, but it's, it's the stretching for those, those inches when you're down at your lowest point. Uh, sometimes can make or break you. And it's just, it's exciting to listen to your powerful story. And and see, I everyone, I've got the best seat in the house. Like I, because I get a chance to talk to Lindsay away from the podcast, but you get a chance to get her for 45 minutes an hour on these, on these segments. But, but, you know, listening and learning to, to what we're going to be talking about is absolutely going to put you in a great place to grow and develop, not just as a person, but also in business. Lindsay, so, so what can we look forward to in these podcasts? So we've got lots of upcoming topics that we're, we're planning on deep diving in. Um, so we've got obviously right now with everything going on in the world with COVID, with all of these riots, um, you can definitely plan on sy- systemic racism. I really feel like that's a topic that a lot of people brush over and they don't ever deep dive. Um, you know, what our, what our listeners can count on is us to really get down and share truth. Whether that turns out into a debate, whether that turns out into, um, you know, just sharing thoughts, feelings, opinions, um, or challenges or takeaways for them to, to kind of run off with. But um, this podcast, for sure, we're, we're planning on deep diving. We're going to get into conflict. We're going to get into, um, you know, behavior, um, you know, learning and and observing, and we're going to get into skill sets, even developing skill sets, like listening. I can't tell you how many people don't listen. (laughs) They think that they're listening, but they're actually not. So it'll be really great to see, to even test our listeners, how effective is your listening? (laughs) And then obviously we're going to deep dive into, um, deep personal interrelationships. We're going to get to, um, developing skill sets, grit, and consistency. And I love that we're going to intertwine all of these things into relationships and business principles. Yeah, it, it's interesting as, as we've been talking behind the scenes on putting this together that we, we want to make sure, because it, listen, a lot of people listen to podcasts. And one of the things that, uh, that Lori Roberts and and you guys you guys will love Lori Roberts. She is she's our magician, um, and she is the third part of this amazing team. And she talks a lot about making sure that if you're going to have people listen to a podcast and invest time in a podcast, 
Give them something tangible. Give them something that is relatable. Give them something they can walk away with going, wow. You mean, that's that's what I've been doing right. So that's a validation. Or, hey, I've been doing it wrong this entire time. I've made some adjustments. So, I mean, is, is, that, is that what your goal is, Lance? Because I know that's what my goal is. Absolutely. Absolutely. My goal is, is really to ensure that the people that are listening, I just have to say this like bluntly. It's like, I hate getting on a podcast and listening and then they miss the point. It's like teeing up and then right at the end where I'm like, Hey, I've invested 45 minutes and then they miss it. (laughs) So the focus for me is to ensure that our listeners get to take away an actual principle or tool and be able to apply it in their life. A hundred percent. That's almost, it's like a quick detour. That's sales one-on-one. You could, you can knock on a door to sell something or someone can walk in your store to, for you to sell them something. But if you don't ever ask for the sale, yes. then you'll never get the sale. If, if you're going to listen to a podcast and you're going to invest your personal time Shouldn't you walk away with something tangible? I mean, it's an investment. Like, see, uh, you know, I can't wait to down the road. We get into the time management discussions and investment discussions in terms of you as a human being, because frankly, I'm looking at it this way. If somebody is worth $200 an hour and they're going to take time, Lindsay, to listen to you and I, then I want to make sure they get their $200 worth. But if somebody makes $25 an hour, I want to make sure they get even more than that $25 in return. And, and that's what the objective is. And that's what Lori says all the time. Make sure people leave with value because it's like your favorite restaurant. Let me ask you a question, Liz. Again, we're going off track here a little bit, but that's okay. Why do you go back over and over to your favorite restaurants? It's the freaking chips and guac. Chips and guac. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you. I, there's aside from the chips and guac, it's, Knowing what I can count on, knowing that the money I spend is worth every last drip to a point where I want to lick my plate. It's that, it's that, it's that worth it. (laughs) Right. Meaning, meaning that you're absolutely wanting to, it's absolutely wanting to each and every time get your value out of something. And that's what our goal is for our listeners. Listen, I, I want to leave everyone with a couple of questions. Uh, one main question is, and, and I think it's important that we do this each and every time, Lynn. So I'll take today and you guys can count on Lindsay taking the next question that she's going to leave everyone to think about is, is what drives you to be successful in life and where do you feel your life can be improved? And that's not just a, 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 an hourly or daily or monthly goal. That is that is overall. That's every second, every minute, every hour of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year that you're alive. What drives you to be successful in life, business and personal? And where do you feel you can improve it? That's your question to answer. And when you come back to visit with us on our next podcast, and we are excited, it's going to blow up then we're going to give you some of those answers. But I think it's important for you to always walk away listening to something that's going to help improve your life, better your life, advance your life, so that you can accomplish those game of inches. It's important to ask those questions. And as, as Lindsay stated, 
there are going to be a lot of things we're going to talk about. They're going to challenge your thought process. It's going to challenge you mentally and physically to be better each and every day. I can't thank everybody enough for joining uh, Lindsay and I uh, on our first podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as Lindsay and I did. And we look forward to seeing you uh, on episode number two. Until then, make it a great day. Stay blessed. And we'll see you soon. Peace out.